0: Live from Glasgow, the Ellie and Oliver Show. Live from Glasgow,
1: the Ellie and Oliver Show. Hello there, this is Ellie Harrison.
2: Uh, Hello, this is Oliver Braid.
1: And this is the Ellie and Oliver Show, coming live from the Old Hairdressers in Glasgow as part of Buzzcut Festival, which we're very, very, very excited to be part of. Very excited. And so this is our second radio broadcast that we've done on location this year, the first one being at the Royal Standard in Liverpool back in February. So it does feel a little bit strange to be out of our normal surroundings. We're up in the office of the Old Hairdressers, Um, they're preparing for the festival this evening downstairs, they're rehearsing. Little Tommy Marshman, who is doing his performance at 9.30 this evening, so come down for that. But yeah, before we get into the show, I'm just going to big up Buzzcut, because it is really exciting, and it's the first time that it's ever been on. It's been organised by these two bright young things on the Glasgow um, live art scene, Rosanna Cade and Nick Anderson, and they've done a... I was going to swear then, but they've done an amazing (laughs) job of getting together like 51 artists doing performances over the course of five days. So there's still plenty of time to come down and check it out. It's amazing. You should definitely come. I am going to be doing a talk this evening. We'll both be here. With my old friend Richard DiDominici. Um, That'll be at 7.45 and we're doing a kind of chat show in conversation where we're going to be reminiscing on the 10 years, 10 and a half years exactly, that that we've known each other. Yeah, we met in September two thousand and one. So we're going to reflect oh. on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm actually sorry. No, I think it was November two thousand and one. No, yeah, <laughs> we <laughs> we weren't involved any plots that might have unfolded around that time. Um, so yeah, come along tonight. Seven forty-five. It's going to be on at the Old Head Dressers from eleven till ten p.m. tomorrow. Free performances all day long and then down at the glue factory from one o'clock on Sunday going into the evening there's going to be a massive party so I think you need to be there if you're in Glasgow. So, that's the advert out of the way. I'll pass over to my dear friend, Oliver Braid. Hello. Who, who is sporting his Ellie and Oliver Show t-shirt. Which is still available. And he has washed it. <laughs> uh, I have washed it
2: eventually. It took me a while. I wore mine for 12 days in a row without <laughs> washing.
1: I am so disgusting.
2: Well, Ellie, I'm glad that you say that, because some people might be frightened to tell other people that, just in case it damaged a certain aspect of their character, which is actually... <laughs> Today's theme, today what we're going to speak about, which I've chosen, yeah. without any force from Ellie Harrison, <laughs> I chose it independently, and our theme is reputations. Oh. So I'm just going to do a little introduction into reputations. Good. Um, a couple of different things have sparked it off, and also it's in relation to Cup, but the idea initially came to me on Friday afternoon, yeah. last Friday afternoon. After we uh, recorded last week's show, which was called Inadequacies, and if anyone was listening, there was, um, let's say, the theme of the show really dictated the content of the show also. Yep. conceptual um, radio. Conceptual radio, hashtag conceptual radio. Um,
1: yeah, I also what had a meeting. What do you mean? It was quite shambolic.
2: It was quite shambolic. Well, I think I was referring to it as disastrous, but I think also um, <laughs> endearing. Let's call it endearing. Yeah. Um, but so I also had a meeting that afternoon with a girl that I've been working with on a project that, uh, for about eight months, uh, I'm not going to mention any names because I don't think it's fair and I'm trying to live a better life at the moment with that kind of thing. Uh, but she was talking to me about, she, she lives and works in Glasgow and she was talking to me about Glasgow as an art scene and how... She worries, and and I think she was worrying on my behalf, that if you do too many things that really irritate people, or actually she was saying it only takes one thing, you only have to do one thing, and that can completely blacken your reputation and damage your relationships with everybody in this kind of creative community although oh obviously God. that's a bit of an abstract concept because it's kind of quite had to move This is why yeah so this <laughs> <laughs> uh, I This is why we're branching out into a live art festival because <laughs> the visual well actually no we'll have some exciting news about that later um So, yeah, I mean, I was thinking about reputations for that. And then it also just came at the time where I was thinking, oh, my God, well, we've just done that Dreadful Inadequacy show. What's that going to do for our reputation? After, the week before, we were talking about identities and really trying to push the show and get new viewers for it. And then the first probably live show that people listened to was the, well, not the worst. I thought it was a good show, but it's quite challenging, I think, for new listeners. challenging, yeah. And obviously, so to link it back to Buzzcut, you know, it's a new festival that's been organised to kind of replace the loss of two other festivals from around the Glasgow area, b- uh, which I don't know that much about, but I assume it must be to do with some kind of funding situation. I don't know why well, it's... Wow. It, uh, oh. I mean, I don't, I, don't I don't know, know if they want national, to go into The it. National
1: Review of Live Art, which was, went on for years and years and years and years, and people flocked to Glasgow. For so
2: obviously, Buzzker are in a situation where they're trying to build their own reputation yeah. up, and they have done amazingly well. Like, I was reading their article, their review in The Guardian the other day. The other reason, so, I, you know, I hope that we can help build up that reputation by doing this broadcast, but the other reason I thought it was interesting, not just relating back to our show, Inadequacies, but relating to the previous show, Identities, Yeah, I was actually sort of thinking how reputation is almost like, perhaps not the opposite of identities, but it's sort of the yin to the yang of identities, <laughs> because... Well, I suppose that from one side, identities is is a way that we try and construct how people see us in the world. But reputations is about how other people perceive that construction and then uh, how that kind of ebbs. So actually what happens is we try to produce identity And then reputation is really what... I read somewhere yesterday that the idea of the reputation... Actually, it's a Shakespeare quote that I got from Wikipedia. (laughs) I don't want you to think that I was reading Shakespeare. I'm a complete philistine. Uh, Reputation as an immortal part of the self. So perhaps identity is what we're able to try and control at the time, but really reputation is what will precede us. Um, But also, just like identity being fluid, I was thinking that reputation is kind of an abstract idea which is created through other kind of fragmented impressions of like a whole variety of constituent parts of our character and different times that people interact with us or come and see it. And I thought that was similar to a kind of live art festival because you might not be able to go to the whole entire festival, but you will make your mind up on just the the bits that you visit, those parts, those impressions, but those impressions will form in your mind some kind of abstract, like, idea of what you thought about the whole festival. But really, is that fair for you to give... for you to try and sum up a reputation if you're not actually going... Because I don't know whether it's even possible for you to experience the whole thing.
1: Yeah, well, it comes from, I guess, the impossibility of really knowing a a person and knowing, like, their entirety, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. So, like, the perception... person that you form is based on the little bits of information that you know about them but have you finished all of your highfalutin speech? That was now? my
2: introduction. Okay. <laughs> no, you am may I, speak. Something. Am I allowed to say something? You some can really speak. I'm sorry if now. I spoke too much. No, I, I liked so. it a lot. It set the
1: tone right. Really I hope high. I won't get a
2: reputation as a blabbermouth. <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> well, I've got a reputation for talking very quietly and also talking. I'm talking too much? Yeah, we're breaking down
2: reputations today.
1: I know. I'm really sorry. I'm really <laughs> I hope you can hear me today. <laughs> um, but yeah, what I was going to say, maybe this links into the update on the campaign to find Oliver a man.
2: Hashtag find Oliver a man. Good shout okay. out to Mark G. Cairns today.
1: Okay, great. But I mean, I, I, I'm not going to mention any names, obviously, but um, the, cha- the challenge was completed. The challenge
2: on the The dating challenge was March. Completed, but The hashtag still stands. The and I would fair. urge people. To uh, be very liberal with the use of that hashtag. Therefore,
1: it wasn't a very successful day on the 14th of March. But it
2: had a certain quality. I'd
1: like to take some credit for um, lining up another one for next week. Obviously, I won't mention any names. When we say
2: one, we're referring to dates, not just as if we refer to men as just kind of units.
1: (laughs) No, he is a a man. I know I might have that reputation. One of the stipulations that he went on the date with Oliver was that his name would not be mentioned in any exhibition, radio show, any public way at all. I think all. it's good.
2: It's perfect for me to change my own reputation. Well, that's
1: interesting. And he's obviously said that because he's terrified of the reputation that you've built up for completely, like, uh, destroying people's... Well, Whoa. privacy! Privacy, Oliver. But, like, disrespecting people's privacy. But I do think it's important
2: that actually when we're thinking about reputation, you know, we should split it down the middle and look at like, the problem with an artist's reputation is that there isn't really necessarily, you might have one, re- if you have a different job, you might have one reputation at work. Yeah. You might have another reputation in your personal life. But as an artist, or as certain types of artists, definitely. Yeah. That reputation, that boundary is so blurred that it can, I mean, this is one of the reasons that I'm trying to change, not just my reputation, because I don't want it to be um, so kind of, uh, Surface is that I'm. I'm really looking at ways to adjust the way that I'm living my life. Yeah. And hopefully, over time, I know it's going to take a while for people to change their perceptions of me. But hopefully, people will give me that chance. Yeah. I mean, not that I'm a war criminal. It's not like I've done anything. Like... Well, you
1: are a criminal now because I posted that link on the oh wall right, about Cameron making stalking into a, a crime that is punishable by
2: death. Oh. <laughs> <dead. laughs> I'm not a stalker. I would say that I was an obsessive enthusiast, but we know that from our previous show, Obsessions.
1: Yes, and I am too. That's but a very I, popular show. I am totally like breaking down. Um, I was going to say breaking to bees. I'm not breaking to bees at all, but I'm trying not to look at Facebook so much and not to look at people's profiles because of the negative, like Me too. the obsessive um, behaviour that it induces.
2: I think you can get obsessed with. Th- the idea of what other people think your reputation is. Oh yeah. You know, I think we talked about this before with looking identities. through your own photographs. Yeah. But also, yeah. I think you know, once you once people tell you, because for a long time people would say to me, "Well, the trouble with you is," or "The thing with you is." Yeah. That was I your began mom, to believe it? that, right? No, it's just people that I know oh my thought, God. you know, that I thought were my friends, but actually, like when I think about it, it's not really that supportive sometimes for people to feedback your reputation to you no. because I think it's. It's like a control technique. I think that you know, people can deliberately try to make you aware of a certain aspect of your reputation, yeah, just to stop you and to stop you from progressing, but also to make you feel bad about yourself.
1: Aww. well the thing
2: Don't pity me. Just uh, find me a man.
1: The, <laughs> the thing that I was going to say about being an artist and the reputation, you know, like what you're saying about how it blurs together your personal and private life is mm-hmm. totally sort of intertwined into this reputation of sorts um but I think that what you were saying about like working in different areas working in live art working in visual art working across all of these different like I like this idea of being a moving target Mm -hmm. and how if you continually like (laughs) reinvent yourself or through necessity or through like um wanting to to get out of being pigeonholed in a certain way that you can create some sort of fluid reputation, or a different reputation in each city, maybe. But I worry
2: when you talk about being a moving target. I was thinking recently, actually, whether maybe all of our radio shows yeah they're articulated through a very specific view of humanity, at which we are like almost the centre of some kind of persecution, you know. And because I, I was thinking, I know we were talking what about. Do you mean? Well, it just seems like you know when you say that, it's like. This assumption that actually, and I I mean, I do it all the time as well, this assumption that we are causing problems or that people do feel negatively about our reputation.
1: No, I think we've got a quite positive reputation. I mean, if you look at the press release, doesn't <laughs> it say that we emphasise optimism and... What was the other one? <laughs> I've forgotten now.
2: Friendship, honesty. honesty. I mean, that's the thing. That's oh the God. problem, isn't it? I, I don't mind having a reputation for honesty, but it's also about working out... When that honesty becomes problematic.
1: So should we have a song now? I think we should
2: defos have a song.
1: So I've got a reputation now for being <laughs> really rubbish at choosing songs. So mm. I'm going to like live up to my reputation, which has preceded me. And I was also finding it difficult to think of a song this morning. So I spoke to young Richard Dominici staying at our flat. And he said, oh, why don't you play Dub Be Good To Me? Because I'm sure it says the word reputation. <laughs> in the opening um, uh, verse of the song. So I'm going to play that, but it's also a bit of reminiscing about um, when I was a student the first time around, out of the three times I've been a student, I know it's disgusting, isn't it? um, I used to DJ with Little John Bergerman, and we were called Bake Bean Era, named after Breakbeat Era, but obviously that was a pun on the student years. and obviously my my um my obsession with fibre that I had in those days, <laughs> which I won't go into in too much detail. But <laughs> here we go. and all That's
0: what you are listening to now. Tank, fly, boss, walk, jam, nitty-gritty. You're listening to the boy from the big bad city. This is Jam Hot. This is Jam Hot. Jam
1: Listening to the girl Hello. and the boy from the big bad city. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Alien yeah. Oliver show. Um, yeah, rather than talking to Oliver in, the, in, in that little interlude, I was listening to the lyrics and I was quite stunned actually by this bit at the beginning where it says, um, People say I'm wasting time with you, that you'll never be mine. And I was like, <gasps> That's so scary, because that, yeah, relates to, obviously, the obsession with trawling through people's Facebook photos, and what a waste of time that is. What a is. massive waste of time. A terrible, 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 terrible waste It's not just of time. a
2: waste of time, it's, like, very self-damaging, I think. It is. It's Speaking very Speaking from one who knows.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. And the other thing I asked Oliver... Oh, I know, okay, so I did talk to him briefly. <laughs> but just but it like, like,
2: w- you weren't lying, it was just a brief
1: talk. It was a brief chat. Um... Because I thought we may as well just save him until we're on air. So I talked about his reputation of being being an artist and being somebody who exploits people. Well, maybe, that's not trying to like. But also I'd say that your reputation as a person about town, a guy around town... Is this, is a fun and friendly person that people actually want to know and want to talk to? That's what I perceive Thanks. you to I'd be. I'd like to think so. And then there's people out there who may be the serious people or the ones that don't get you or in certain ways that are just a little bit weary or a little bit terrified. But I think that's fine. Yeah. I mean, not everyone's going to like but you. But I, I look at those
2: people as just new people to try and convert. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You were terrible. So then I said to you, Well, I think I have had you a reputation have. in a slightly different reputation in each city that I've lived in. Those are London, Nottingham and Glasgow. <laughs> Just making my way slightly further north as I go. Um, but I don't I still find it difficult. I'm very bad with like self perception and like understanding what people think of me. I think everybody is, aren't they? I but think it's almost extent.
2: like like I I don't know how much you should even Try to, yeah. Because I don't think you can, and you can't understand every single different person's concept of your reputation. There yeah. might be some common threads.
1: Yeah, well, like you say, you can uh, you can do your best to try to sculpt your identity, but you cannot control how people perceive you, and that's
2: that's your because reputation. I think also reputation is. Well, let's talk about what we think, how your reputation is. Well, and go then, on then. You no, tell but, me. But I, but, I mean, I was just then, and then I felt a bit conscious that I hadn't really let you finish your initial point. Well, you can just say Maybe I've got a bit of a reputation for just jumping in once I've got something to say.
1: Oh, by the way, little small interlude. Apparently I have a reputation that I just got from one of my best pals down in London, Rachel Smith, who I've known since I was 12. That I have a reputation for only giving shout-outs to my friends that have children. And she doesn't have a child. Oh. And she said that I had to, get, you know, break this uh, trend. So I'm giving a massive shout-out. Massive shout-out to Rachel, Rachel, Smith. Rachel Smith. She, she hasn't got a child, but here she's got, got, got a glittering career. She is the most successful career woman I have ever met. Not that we I talk about her. you all the time,
2: Rachel Smith. That's her reputation. You do crop it up. Her. Um, Sorry, interlude there. Uh, well, I was just thinking that actually, yeah, like I said it's this reputation the fear of reputation or the fear of light and the desperation to try and understand other people's reputation i think once people get wind of it it can be used against you to try and stop you i would say you know for me i i think it's difficult as a friend for me to really try and think about what i think your reputation is because I think often reputation only really comes... It's funny because you think reputation is about recommending someone and knowing someone quite well, but actually I think when people are really thinking about what your reputation is, it's normally because they don't know you very well. And they're listening yeah. to like a whole heap of different things. I don't know if you can really sort through all of those different things. I know I mentioned Shakespeare earlier. Really, yeah? Oh, yeah. But in the same little Wikipedia article, it does say that that section where he talks about it being the immortal part of the self... It's also about him talking about how concern for reputation is actually a human fault rather than a human attribute. Because it's all about just having a fragile ego, right? And again, going back to Hume... Who oh, yeah. I'd like to pretend that I knew about a lot about Hume. he's from Scotland. Of bolster my reputation, big up to Hume from Scotland. But I actually learnt about it from Sophie's World. For yeah. a long time, I would have been embarrassed about that. But actually, I'm totally going for it now. Yeah. Look, you know, I'm not ashamed to say that I didn't know enough about a subject, so I'm trying to do it. But I can't just get everything straight away. I do it in small little chunks. Start off with Sophie's World, mix it with a bit of Wikipedia, maybe a kind of tash and introduction <laughs> to philosophy. <laughs> So, in Sophie's World, they talk about how ego is a good example of a complex idea. And so, really, like, the kind of idea of ego is like a, a, a a long chain of simple impressions that are then kind of... But because you can't experience any of them simultaneously, you can't really make an idea, which is kind of what I was talking about with the festival. And again, I think, like, performance is a particularly good metaphor. Say, the actor is the identity part and the audience is the kind of reputation part. No matter how great that actor is, or what they're trying to do, they can never really control what the audience is going to say, in the same way as you can't as an artist, because I don't think as well... If you're uh, assuming that reputation is like fact, you've also got to assume that all the people generating those, uh, or contributing elements to that reputation, are completely pure in their own motivation... For generating that reputation, you know, you you can't take into account or you should take into account that actually some people, I think jealousy or or just kind of general defamation of character do play a role in people's motivations or can do towards, in the same way that good things can, you know, people want to big you up even more so.
1: I think that one thing about the Ellie and Oliver show though is that we're trying not to care too much about our reputations and the fact that we sent out that press release at the start of next week and then I like completely panicked that we'd drawn too much attention to the fact that we were doing this radio show and that potentially we were going to have some listeners Mm. and then we just did the most almighty cock up which we totally (sighs) embraced and if that's put people off But it's because we're about pleasure, right? Yeah, it's all about fun It's about having a lovely hobby and getting to spend time together and talk about interesting things yeah, But you still never told me. Come on, Oliver. What well, your reputation yeah. is.
2: Well, I mean, the thing is, I think that you've... S- the thing is, because you're... The way you function as an artist is so much like a business in lots of ways, that <laughs> you un- you understand, in the way that a business understands, that reputation is kind of part of your capital. <laughs> and so I think that you've tried... Even though we we're just saying that you can't uh, really control your reputation, I think that you've definitely tried to you know when you did confessions of a recovering data collector and you were always you know you wanted people i think to think about your character in this sort of obsessive kind of way yeah but i wonder actually whether when people know you they get to understand that yeah there is this obsessive side but actually <laughs> you're kind of scatty and about it, lots of things Oh
1: uh, yeah i'm the, I'm the most organized disorganized person in the world that's one of my catchphrases but I'm also, I think I do have a reputation for being a bit of a boozer as well. Yeah, you are a bit of a boozer. I this follows me around. But this also quite, me all quite around the puritanical. World. That's yeah.
2: the, but that's what we're talking about, right? You can never, if someone wanted to defame your character, they might say, yeah, God, she's such a drunk. Or they might also say, oh, God, yeah, she's such a bore. She's such a Puritan. Yeah. So, and so actually the way that they portray your reputation is then uh, kind of formed by whoever they're trying to posit that reputation to. So, I, like, or well,
1: whenever they happen to witness me, whoever it was witness me, are like, well, even if they witnessed vegan. you both, they could like
2: this abstract person that we're talking about, this non-existent person. They could say both things to two different people. I mean, this is the thing: the way that I was some about reputation is, yeah. I mean, be aware of it if you want to go crazy, but you've just got to. Do what you want to do. And I think that I've chosen a song which we're going to play out with quite soon. Oh, my God, you're getting a reputation for, like, being naughty on the radio now. Sorry, very unprofessional. Two times in a row. Um, So we're going to play out now with a song. I chose, like, a song from, like, uh, I guess we're going to say, like, rap, hip-hop, sing. Because I think that often those songs are about bigging up their reputation or sort of dissing other people's reputation. So I I thought that was kind of a rep to protect I've got a rep to protect uh, I would have been a bit embarrassed playing this because I don't think it's like well no do you know what I do think it's cool this is Nicki Minaj and Gucci Mane and it's called Girls Kissing Girls oh my god and it's a celebration I think of not caring about your haters don't care about Uh. the haters (laughs) but I've forgotten
1: to do my shout out to Sybil Partnership who cut my hair last night for free at Cup Festival, otherwise known as Laurie Brown. Massive shout out to He's him. He's a nice boy. Girls Kissing Girls. All it's
0: Friday. Oh, pay attention, biatch. Uh-huh. Such a young step the assistant. Yeah. Scotty the engineer, what up? Yeah. All my niggas throwing it up on them bikes. Yeah. I see you. The affiliates, the affiliates. The affiliates. The affiliates. Nikki, I told you, I got you, baby. Weezy got you baby, weezy got you Bindi, but I think she was playing I heard she moved them things I think she fucking Wayne She call herself Lewinsky, that means she give them brain She trying to be like Lil' Kim Her picture looks the same Why she ain't signed with G-Unit? She from Queens, right? And what's her nationality? She Chinese, right? I mean, she okay, but she ain't all that She ain't the next bitch Tell that bitch fall back See, I'm a hater, I go hard Listen, let's begin You know her last name Nah, she a lesbian, and she ain't never coming out and see, but every time she do an interview You know I run this She get me so sick and make me vomit That's why I spend my time online leaving comments And you know that I got some more haters with me Might hit up this is 50 MTV, hit up BET telling pretty, pretty, please don't play Nicki Still I write, still I fight, still I might Smile, keep my eyes on the prize See my haters, tell them I one day you remember this. One day when we reminisce, nothing I do ever is good enough for me. Mm-hmm. music. Till I rise, till I fight, still I make yeah, smile. Keep my eyes on the prize To mm-hmm. my haters, down, 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 remember this. Yeah. One day when we reminisce, nothing I do ever, nothing, nothing I ever do is good enough for you. It's like crabs in a bucket You see a bad bitch getting shined, you should love it Cause every time a door open for me, that means you Just got a better opportunity to do you They don't understand these labels Look at numbers and statistics I lose, you lose, mine's just logistics Anyway, real bitches listen when I'm speaking Cause if Nicki wins, then all of y'all getting meetings you. Ask L.A. Reed, ask Jay. Then hit up Universe and see what Sylvia Ron say. Ask Craig Coleman, you can ask Chris. Lady, when you're done, just salute a bad bitch. <laughs> Only underground bitch around is ducking the paparazzi. In another town, be swerving the Maserati Stay around the white like a Nazi. Pussy, put, the popping on my papa soda the cops it. bitches. Still alive, still alive, still alive, mic, keep my, my eyes on the pride i keep my, keep my day eyes on I'm gonna keep my eyes on the One day, when we oh, oh, remain Needs oh, oh. that thing I do ever is And oh, oh, i I'm going to my eyes on the pride oh. My oh, haters hate it's never enough high one for me. One day, when we remain oh, oh, oh. do ever oh, oh. Is